Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Da-da-da! I'm leave the old Skype. Let's see if I pick this guy up. There we are. Perfect. I there think. we are. There we are. Okay. Pete, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, James. How about you? <laughs> Pretty good, actually. Uh, we have got uh, Pete, not the cat, the human, uh, subbing for us, uh, subbing for Pam Oaks today here in a broadcast. And the only reason why I bring up the fact Pete, the human, not the cat, is that the Pete, the cat, is sitting up on my desk. And Pete the Human is right above him on Skype, which is uh, fantastic today. <laughs> it's like a Pete on Pete sandwich today. So, Pete, you have got, what, 30-plus years of automotive experience? Talk to me a little bit about uh, what got you into doing automotive stuff. Well, I just basically started with my my older brother was a mechanic, and I kind of like fussing with the cars, you know, even back then when my you know ten, twelve years old, and I helped him, and then we I saw how he fixed cars, and I just took an interest to it, and it just kind of went from there, and then uh, I started working for uh, a Napa distribution center for parts. Wow. Way back way back in '88, and then it's between parts and selling parts over the counter, uh, working at Pam's shop for 18 years, had my own shop for two years, and worked at various shops since I've been up here in the camp area. So it's just, you know, it's something that I'm, I seem to be good at, and I enjoy it, and I like being able to help customers with their car troubles. So That's fantastic. <laughs> Getting satisfaction out of fixing it, getting the cars fixed for them. That's cool. So, uh, well, what's been some of the most difficult auto repairs that you've run into over your time? Uh, it just mainly since you know over the years, it's been mainly di- trying to diagnose a car that's mainly it's got intermittent problems. Yeah. Um, yeah. Normally, when it shows up. It's not doing the problem. And then they take it home. They call you half hour screaming at you. <laughs> like, yeah. it's doing it now. It's doing it now. I'm like, well, it didn't do it here before. I'm just not going to start throwing parts at it because that's not the way to fix the car. Is but I mean, you got a good idea what it might be, but you have to have the car failing before you can, you know, diagnose it properly and fix it properly. And that's yeah, that's, yeah. that's the only way to do it. We have got a uh, great guest with us today. He joins us live. And uh, so, Pete, uh, you, you mentioned that you, you had your own shop for a, a number of years. Yeah, uh, years. yeah I worked with Pam uh, for 18 years in her yeah. shop. And then when she, well, we both, quote, retired, unquote, which didn't last very long. Um, <laughs> <laughs> boredom. <laughs> Needed something to do. So I opened my own little shop, and I just started out doing tires, which I was real good at. And then just 
general maintenance. I mean, light stuff. No diagnostics or anything, but just general maintenance, keeping the car running, brakes, you know, belts, uh, doing tires, oil changes, things like that. And I just slowly built up clientele, and then Hurricane Irma decided that was enough, and that was the end of that. Wow. <laughs> I had a lot of fun doing that, too, just. I'm a, I was in a class by myself, and I just loved it. No, nobody to have to watch over but me. I knew the job was getting done right, so that was a good thing. Fantastic. So, uh, some some of the some of the, I guess some of the easy problems that people think are terribly hard. What, what have you run into over the years? Well, the thing that I've seen is when they go to another shop before they came to us, basically, just use Pam's shop for an example, and they've got a grocery list two pages long of what the car needs, and they come to us, they're panicky, they're scared, they're angry, and then you get the car in the garage, and 90, usually 95% of the stuff they recommended or said to use you don't need. They don't need, and there's a big sigh of relief, and then that's how you get a customer for life. Just being honest with them. That's awesome. But, that's but, fantastic. Uh, yeah, there's just especially like up north cars. Um, the rust factor when they come down here, it, it makes doing metallic repairs, like doing like brake lines and things like that. Those always uh, had a tendency to burst just because the rust factor from the snow and salt and everything. I never lived up north, but I saw the cars in the after effect, and sometimes they could get nasty, and sometimes they just couldn't fix them because it, it was just too bad. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what, what what do you end up recommending in those aspects where, where, where it's just too, too screwed up to fix? Well, we just tell them we can't fix it, um, and, like, just saying, for example, going back to brake lines again, you can't put a Band-Aid on something like that. That's got to be done properly. And sometimes the customer, you know, junks the car. Um, that's usually most of the time what happens because doing brake lines is a big job because you have to – you can't – some of the cars you can't get the brake lines already pre-made anymore from the dealership. The mechanic has to fabricate them, basically. Oh wow! Put them all together, and yeah, that's very, very time-consuming. And parts aren't really bad; it's just the labor. You can anywhere from five to eight to ten hours to get brake lines and stuff squared away, and the people don't want to spend the money. But this car is not worth it. I'll go buy something else, and that's usually what happens. So, uh, how do people get more information on what you're up to and, and what you're doing online? Well, I'm not doing a whole. Too much online. Um, I just basically um, I just stopped working at an automotive repair shop, and I just started picking up a job at um, at a parts store right now. Um, I don't have my own website or whatever, but um, usually on Pam's website, you should probably see a picture picture of me in there somewhere doing something. So that her and I are just working together on kind of everything right now. That's awesome. I'm on, uh, yeah, I'm on I'm on LinkedIn. Um and that's that's my main source is you know, everybody's got a, automotive questions, but there's a lot of automotive texts to get on LinkedIn as well. Um I'm on Twitter. Um but yeah, that's basically it. 
Good stuff. Well, Pete, it's uh, been an honor and a privilege, my friend. Thanks for chatting with us today, my man. Thank you. I appreciate it, too, James. Thank you for having me on today. Appreciate it. There he goes. Pete, not to be confused with Pete the Cat, he is Pete, the automotive guy. And uh, we never got Pete's last name. He's Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.